You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, grown-ups, if you are like me, you love to read, but if we're being honest, it doesn't happen. The time just flies and the intention does not become reality. So do what I do. Get the intel you want in a way that matches your schedule. I recently started using the Blinkist app and I love it. It puts the content of books that you wanna read into powerful summaries called blinks, usually just a minute at a time. A whole book can be 15 minutes-ish, just like this podcast, right on your favorite device. Text or audio totally fits your lifestyle. I am obsessed. Go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash blinkist for a free trial and to support the show. It is graduation season. So first of all, a big congratulations to everyone who is celebrating. As this episode drops, I am at my stepdaughter's graduation celebrating her current and future accomplishments. And it made me think the person that we are when we graduate is really just the beginning indication of who we become later on. So for example, if we start a venture like a business in our 20s, maybe even 30s or later, it reflects who we are then. But we all evolve and businesses have to evolve to reflect that as well. Stick with me on this. There's a big point coming. But first, I do want to offer a quick welcome to everyone, including our newest listeners. We keep the show short about 15 minutes because you're busy. I want to hear how you heard about the show. So if you have just a moment, DM me and let me know. On Instagram, I am at BobbyRebel1, the number one at the end. On on, uh, Twitter, I am, Steve, can you edit that, please? On Twitter, I am at BobbyRebel. So back to my story. You build a business at one stage in your life, and maybe there are partners, but sometimes the business doesn't reflect who you grow into, who you become as you become a financial grown-up. And that is what happened to our guest, Jordan Harbinger, who I interviewed last fall. He has split from his business partners largely because, well, he outgrew the company's product and vision. He grew up. Here is Jordan Harbinger. Hey, Jordan Harbinger, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on. Congratulations on all of your success. You are the host of The Jordan Harbinger Show, one of my very favorite podcasts. You also recently made a major career pivot, or I should say company pivot. You had previously had a company called Art of Charm. I don't know if a company is the right word for it. You had your podcast, but you had an amicable split from that team And then things took a turn for the worst. And that is your money story that you're going to share with us. Tell us what happened. Yeah, so it was supposed to be an amicable split. I got sick of being the dating guy because I'm pushing 40 and I'm married and I'm in a healthy relationship. And I just wasn't interested in that anymore. And a lot of the shows that I was doing were interviews with athletes and generals and all these really high profile people. And they were always shocked, like, oh, this is what this podcast is about. And I thought, well, the show was evolving with you. The show was evolving with me and my business partners were not super happy about that. And so they decided that we were going to split. And then when they proposed a split, we all agreed on it. And then later on, they decided, actually, we're not going to give you anything because 
I think that they had, well, it's only one guy, really. I think he had hoped that I wouldn't leave because I was doing all of the stuff that they needed to do to generate revenue. <laughs> and so I think he really kind of had a, a little bit of an ego meltdown. When you say they didn't give you, is this about money, that he didn't give you the money, the buyout? Right. I, I still own a third of the company, right. but I'm locked out of everything. So instead of fighting for that, I said, you know what, I'm just going to start over. So I started my show, social media, email list, website, all from scratch. For people that don't know, can you talk a little bit about those assets and the value and how they're created and what it takes to rebuild it? Sure. So I had essentially created social media, Twitter accounts since 2008 or whatever, uh, an email list that had over, at that point, hundreds of thousands of people on it, a website that was getting millions of visits per month and shows that were getting millions of downloads per month. And then when all that was locked, I just basically created, I mean, I literally created a new account on Twitter, called friends and said, hey man, can you whip up a website, put an email collection plugin in there that was from my friend Noah Kagan over at uh, Oh, I love Noah Kagan. He's terrific. He's great. Yeah. And, and so, and I started podcast, did, I started the Jordan Harbinger show from episode one after doing the other show for 11 years. Was there a way to make people aware of this other than you're suddenly not on this show and they're just being silent about it? No, there was no way for me to tell anyone. The listeners all had to come and look for me. And that's actually what happened. Where does this stand now? I mean, is there any recourse when this happens? Because people, you know, it's unusual, but it's sort of not. It's actually not that unusual yet. Now that I'm telling my split story everywhere, Almost every successful entrepreneur is like, oh yeah, this happened to me a while ago or that happened to me a while ago and I've never been happier. It's really, really interesting to see. And I've actually never been happier myself <laughs> either. Um, <laughs> it's, it's strange. You never realize how toxic environments are until you're out of them because it's, it's that whole boiling frog thing, right? If, if they turn the temperature up by a notch every year, you're there for 10 years, you don't realize you're in some sort of crazy fun house. You know, fun house is not the right word. It's a a fun house, mirror covered, crazy house, more like, you know? So when you get out of there, you go, oh, this is how normal people treat each other on teams. And this is how people celebrate wins together. And this is how people reinvest in a company instead of like, you know, causing stress and blowing it. And so it's actually just really, really been nice for me to, to pull the plug and start over. It's been rough, but it, it was absolutely worth it. There's a human element to this. So you lost your website, you lost your branding, you lost your email list and that, but you took humans with you. Tell us about that. When everything hit the fan and fell apart, what I did is I made a list of people I wanted to call. And the first 10 or 12 phone calls that I made were to people I know would say yes to helping me. CEOs and, and other entrepreneurs and people that were really, really great to me in the past. And they said, yeah, we're going to help you. So I had this massive support network. I went on over a hundred other podcasts this year alone, or well over that actually at this point and rebuilt the show up to millions of downloads a month from zero in February. And now it's better than ever. And it's just been so strange because I also took, oh, I also took a lot of the team with me because when I left a lot of the other team that was at the old company was like, well, we, we, we came to work with you, man. So they all left. And I said, I can only pay you half of what you're worth for the next foreseeable future. And they said, that's fine. So that's what happened. And I've made them whole since. But that was a massive vote of confidence, you know, because all of this qualified staff left the old company. They all bounced. Well, they followed you more than they left. They, they went to where they saw the opportunity. And that's human nature. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, I still have my production team, my show notes team, everything. Everybody came with me. And probably your your many of your listeners are gradually migrating over if they have not already. And because you have adjusted your format and constantly evolve it, that's probably expanding what your opportunity is. And they see that. Exactly. There's been a lot of people that have said, oh, I didn't even know about the old show. And I'm like, that's good. That's that's what I like to hear. Because I don't necessarily just want to bring the same crowd from the last show. It's great listeners from the last one, but the Jordan Harbinger show is just a much better interview. It's a much more interesting project for everyone involved. And I've done a lot of the things that we used to do in the old company, like try to run live events and do all this and do all that. And I realize I actually don't like doing it. So it's pretty fun to just be on my own. How do you move past something like this? Or do you not? Do you just work it into your life and use it as part of who you are now? You work it into your life and use it as a part of who you are now. And granted, look, this is 10 months since this thing, the lawsuit is still in full swing. So it's not exactly like something I'm gonna forget about this year or probably even next year, but that's all fine and good. I mean, this is trial by fire in a lot of ways, and I've certainly been through worse with less resources. Losing a business is a problem, but it's not losing a kid, it's not losing a spouse. In fact, I look at it this way. This isn't just rationalization either. When I look at this, I think, if the deal that I had signed with the old company had actually been honored, I would have been forced to gradually disentangle with them over the period of three years. I would have had to promote their stuff, their products, the low quality stuff that was coming out now, I would have had to promote on my new show. Instead, since I didn't honor anything, I have no non-compete, I can do whatever I want, I can make money however I want to do it, I can do anything in any niche, they can't, they have no say in anything, I can run any ads that I want and I don't owe them anything. In fact, they owe me 33% of the company in share value. So it really ended up being like the dumbest thing they possibly could have done. And for me, it was really scary. And then it turned out to be the best possible thing that could have happened. It is really scary when these things happen because you don't have the control that you thought you were going to have. You're now almost a year out. You have a different perspective, it seems clear to me. What is the takeaway that you would give, the advice you would give to others who may face something similar? I'm here to tell you, dig the well before you get thirsty. Because if you try when this stuff all happens to you to reach out to everyone and you're going, hey, I'm, look, I'm having a really hard time. Some people will be understanding, but a lot of people will be like, we haven't spoken in two or five years or whatever it is. I don't know what you want me to do. Best of luck, right? But since I'd done such a job, I won't say great job, but such a job, building, maintaining network connections, giving value, offering people things that can help them without the expectation of getting something in return. When I did need help, people were coming out of the woodwork. I mean, it was just like people I didn't even know were like, hey, heard what happened. Let me know if you want to come on my show and tell the story. Hey, can I write an article about this for Inc.? I want to get to your everyday money tip before we run out of time. And this one has to do with looking at the big picture. I see a lot of people doing things like spending 90 minutes round trip driving to this produce farm because they get cheaper stuff. And look, maybe you like organic produce from that farm. That's fine. But I see a lot of people doing really silly things to save money. Little, I wouldn't say scams because they don't elevate that far. But like, I'm going to move the car 85 times instead of renting a parking spot in my building in San Francisco. I mean, I see stuff like this. And they're lucky to break even on the cost of parking tickets at the end of the month, let alone all the time they spent getting up at 5 a.m. so they can move their car, driving around for 20 minutes, and then going back to sleep. I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Pathological in some people. Oh, yes. 
But we like to focus on the big wins. And when I say that, what I mean is the same people that will not rent the parking space in their building in the city so that they can park and will drive around all day looking for parking spaces. These are the same people who will often keep credit card debt so that their credit score takes a little bit of, of a ding. And then when they go to buy a house, they get a lower, or I should say higher interest rate on that mortgage and it ends up costing them $68,000, right? So we have to be really careful and focus on the big wins. Yeah. There's so much to learn from you. Where can people find you, learn from you, and so on? Tell us more. You're listening to podcasts. Check out The Jordan Harbinger Show. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Before we get to my take on the interview, I have some exciting news to share with everyone. I recently became totally obsessed with an app. It is called Blinkist. It summarizes books to just about 15 minutes. Yeah, kind of like this podcast, about 15 minutes. In fact, you can even listen to one minute chunks at a time. They call them blinks. So now I have been cruising through several books a day at a time and loving it. So much so that I actually reached out to Blinkist and was able to bring them on board as a partner to the Financial Grown-Up Podcast because I want you guys to have this too. I know how precious your time is. Please use my link, bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. You'll get a free trial and then report back to me what your favorite blinks are so I can thank you for supporting the show. Again, the link is bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. Let me know how you like it. I was so happy Jordan did this interview, which brings me to what we cut out of the interview. Financial grown-up tip number one show up. Guys, we edit these podcasts because as you know, I really value your time. I want to keep them to around 15 minutes. So sometimes those edits are pretty severe, but we also edit out things just to make the podcast better, not just for time. And in this case, we cut out a lot of Jordan coughing and fighting to sound his best for this interview. Not that you would notice he's a pro. Jordan was battling a cold and probably at some level exhaustion. He had just returned from a big speaking engagement and was really not feeling well, but Jordan showed up. The man has done over 100 podcasts promoting his new venture, not to mention keeping to an aggressive appearance schedule and other projects building out his new business. The guy shows up and he works hard. No pity party, no year off, finding himself, blah, blah, blah. Jordan Harbinger works, and that is why his business is and will continue to grow exponentially. Financial grown-up tip number two. Did I ever tell you guys I was married in my 20s and got a divorce? And believe me, I was the one that always said I did not believe in divorce. But it happened. The best thing I did was give stuff up because you know what? You can get it back or you know what? You really don't need whatever stuff you're fighting over in the end. So if you have a split, business or personal, of course, Fight for what is yours to some degree, but eye on the prize. Be like Jordan and move on. Take the long road. And most of all, get to work building your new life or your new business. Do not let your ex walk all over you, but don't get stuck fighting for some material item or every last cent, so much so that you get caught up in your past and don't move forward. All right. Thank you all for listening. DM me your takeaways from Jordan's interview, Bobby Rebel one on Instagram, Bobby Rebel on Twitter. You can always email us and eternal gratitude to the exceptionally charming Jordan Harbinger. 
for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.